0: wait no longer greatness has arrived welcome to the trophy room a playstation podcast made by the players for the players where it's here on this very podcast where we talk about the latest and greatest in all things playstation each and every thursday i am your host joseph and alongside me the greatest co-host whoever is and whoever will
1: be mr kyle stevenson how are you sir? i'm doing great i got three more days of this hellish summer work and then i can Finally, relax for a little bit. Oh
0: man, I just started. I, it, it's I'm getting into hell. Like, I just started my first day of work yesterday. I got my second day today. Next week, I start my last semester. So, I'm, I'm easing into hell. <laughs> so, you're getting out there. of it. You I'm going this. back in. Thank you, dude. Thank you. you. Um, with us today is our very special guest, Cam Kodak. How are you, Cam?
2: I'm doing well. Thank you guys so much for having me. I, and, I appreciate the opportunity to come on and hang out with you all. Yeah, man, you reached
0: out a few weeks ago, and then I did a horrible job trying to reach back to you. <laughs> and here we are. But I, like, you just launched a podcast.
2: Yes, yes.
0: And so I thought it was like perfect timing than ever to get you here. And so could you tell us a little bit about the podcast, what it is, and why I think it's so awesome.
2: Yeah, so the new show is called The New Entertainment System Podcast. Uh, Doing it with my friend uh, Nate, Nathan Brandt, a.k.a. Two-Headed Giant. Uh, He's a former KFGD co-host, which is pretty cool. Uh, We basically had been talking for a while about doing a show together, and he put together this... Or I'm sorry, we found this robot that is totally not a spreadsheet. We 100% (laughs) promise you. Uh, And it essentially has three columns, and it combines, like... A video game IP or like a series and like, or a certain game and like a developer or a certain genre, and then like a weird twist and it just randomly spits out a game. And then we just theory craft it and bullshit for like half an hour. And people seem to think it's funny. So we're going to keep doing it. It so. absolutely is. <laughs> it
0: absolutely per- 100%. Oh my God. So amazing. Your first episode, just to give people just like a sample, yeah. is Pokemon. Made by Quantic Dreams.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that, Hulk, one, that one was a lot of
0: fun. Oh my God, a Hulk uh, game designed yeah. by Naughty Dog. That mm-hmm. what was it? is it a romantic. Simulator? It was a dating sim. Dating
2: yeah. sim. Yeah, with Hulk Ultimate Seduction, <laughs> which is the best title. It's the best. Nice. So, yeah.
0: thank you so much, Cam, for coming here. Yeah, and of this course, thank week, you. this week, let me tell you something about the news. Few and far between, but what's there? It's pretty juicy stuff. So before we talk about Fortnite and Borderlands crossover, before we talk about, yes, yet again, the other rumor of The Last of Us Part Two, before we talk about the Lion King remake, what? Before yeah. we talk about Control, what we do each and every week, I want to ask you guys this question. Kyle, I'm going to start yeah. with you. What
1: sure. have you been playing? Uh, well, we'll talk about it later, but it was Control. And I Ooh. only played a little bit of it. <laughs> um, I'm very excited to talk about it. I love yeah. what I've played in the first hour. Um, mm-hmm. It was only an hour because I passed out from exhaustion after that hour. But oh, yeah. uh, oh, yeah. I love what it's setting up, and uh, I'll just wait until we get into it later. But All right. yeah. All right. How about you, Cam?
2: What do you got for uh, me? So, uh, I mean, a, as far as PlayStation stuff goes, it's yeah. been a lot of Destiny 2. Uh, I got really, really, I got really back into it whenever yeah. they announced the New Light Shadowkeep stuff around E3. Yeah. Uh, I just like watched the, uh, like the Vidoc that they did talking about. I was like, hey, this is our game and like we get to do all this cool stuff. And I was just feeling like so much love and emotions that I'm just like, I'm giving you every bit of money I can <laughs> right now. Uh, so then I have not quit playing that since. That's awesome. Uh, it, it got its hooks in me really bad. I, I, played, in, I played Vanilla Destiny 2. Fell off it around the same time everyone else did. Same jumped back in for this and that game is so good. It's just incredible. I could probably talk for the remainder of the podcast about how much I like that game. Now
0: here here's my question for you: Are you trying to farm like the rare? Is it like there's some type of like seasonal armor that you're trying to? Yeah. So uh, that
2: actually just ended, I believe. I did get like to the level I wanted of it, which was great. Um, but yeah, it was just this. You each each class had. A different set of armor that you could farm and grind for and boy was it a fucking grind but uh the armor looks cool and yeah. i know they've got some plans to carry it over into the new expansion because they're retooling all of that stuff but yeah. i yeah i i'm more of ai would not i i wouldn't I, i'm like somewhere in between casual and hardcore but like okay. a little bit more towards the hardcore i would say dedicated player if you kind of have to just pick that i, I just sure. like playing it i don't really care about min maxing shit and i don't really right. care about That's getting senior. every single item right yeah
0: yeah, I'm so. not here to to get every single legendary. I'm here to make right. my guy look awesome. Sure, you know, that's it, all it, I, sometimes I you just
2: know. gotta look fly as hell whenever yeah. you're shooting aliens. So yeah. you know how it is.
0: Yeah, I, I'm really pumped for Shadow Keep. I don't know if it's a day one buy for me because there's so much stuff coming out, but it's definitely. It, What they're saying, where it's leaning more on the MMO, I'm so on board with that. Whenever
2: they announced that they were pushing back the uh, release date for it, I'm like, oh, fucking thank God I have time (laughs) to play other games.
0: Yeah, man. And with that, other games, I'm going to go back to Call of Duty. Last week, we talked about there is an alpha 2v2 mode um, for Call of Duty Modern Warfare. I got to test it out over the weekend. And let me tell you guys something. I played three hours of this alpha, and you might say, Joe, that doesn't sound like a very, very long time. Well, let me tell you a little bit about 2v2 mode and so that you understand how much time I've actually sunk into this. So um, Call of Duty 2v2 mode is pretty much – they gave us five maps – very small maps they kind of feel if you've ever paintballed in your life or ever looked Mm -hmm. at a paintball uh you'll know that they have these very small maps speedball courts that's what these maps are kind of designed to do to get you fighting in and out of combat asap that's what they are meant to do with these maps and with that said the matches take about 15 to 20 seconds each Maybe wow. even okay. less.
2: That is I thought you were gonna say minutes. <laughs> no, no, yeah. no, no,
0: no, 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 no. Matches, so pretty much two V two mode is six matches and the first one to six wins. So they're very they're very high pace, it's very intense matches. And I have to say the first thing that I like a lot about this latest Call of Duty is you know how like the newest Call of duties they've felt more and more like an arcade shooter, like right. you you have no momentum. You're just going, you know, zero to sixty in less than a second flat. Here, you actually feel weighted. You actually feel momentum when you're running. You can't just turn at like, you know, turn at a dime. You actually really have to think about where you're going, why you're going, how you're going to take cover. And when it comes to the weapons, it's not just a spray and pray. You actually have to predict the recoil and the spread. And it is, it is kind of reminding me back to the call of duty four days, call of duty, uh, auto warfare two days where the guns feel weighted. They feel like they have oomph to them. The smaller weapons feel like how a smaller weapon should feel like more lightweight. Like for example, the desert Eagle, oh my god, it feels like you're firing a hand cannon, right? Like, when you're using a minigun, you feel just the impact from the rumble of the controller. It feels really good. The gunplay is really good. Out of that 2v2 mode, I've played at least... at least over 50 to 60 matches. It was a ton of fun. I played a lot with uh, Sean Capri. We were raising money for mental health. You can still do that. Link down below. And, um... Yeah, man, it was it was amazing. I am I am on board of Call of Duty for the first time in years. I'm excited for a Call of Duty game. That's nuts. <laughs> and then with that said, um moving well, along, Joe, yes. Do you
1: think that 2v2 mode is going to be like a a huge hit with people or are they are just going to go straight to deathmatch and, Yeah, uh,
0: definitely. I it, it's it's a match. It's a mode that I know I'm going to go back to for sure. Because gotcha. it's really easy. Of like, I've had a long day at work, and I have 30 minutes. Well, oh, I can get, I gotcha. squeeze in yeah, yeah, yeah. 15 rounds if that's the case. So, yeah, I'm I'm really liking 2v2 mode. Now they also have like a mode where it's kind of like Battlefield. I think it's like 40 plus people on the map, it's supposed Ooh, to be huge. That's interesting. So yeah, I'm I'm excited for this Call of Duty for the first time in a very very long time. With that said, that's what we've been playing. Enough of all that. Let's talk about the first goober
1: on the
0: list, Kyle.
1: This one comes from Austin Gosselin over at Polygon. Fortnite's latest patch adds a Borderlands-themed area and the new shield bubble item. The world of Borderlands has come to Fortnite. The latest patch adds a little section of Pandora, the planet from Borderlands, to the Fortnite map. The patch also adds a new item called the shield bubble. It makes a major change to the way most players build. The area of the Fortnite map southwest of Paradise Palms is now Pandora-themed. This area replaces Fortnite's traditional chests with Borderlands chests, letting players automatically generate shields. It even changes the game's art style to match Borderlands cell shading.
0: So this is crazy
1: right like yeah yeah this is the i don't maybe i thought it was a mod or something when i saw a video on youtube today i was like why is there a psycho yeah, playing yeah. with a Fortnite axe so i saw i
0: here? saw claptrap when like the, the yeah. thumbnail of this mm-hmm. article um tra- claptrap's in it and you're earning like special in-game borderlands stuff in Fortnite. so like my first question walking in is i'll, I'll adjust this to cam mm-hmm. um have we seen this before? Is this new? Why would Fortnite, a game that's very popular on Twitch, advertise another game that is not
2: made by Epic? Well, I mean, they have that that exclusivity deal for the PC with the Epic Game Store. And I'm thinking that this may have just been part of that deal. Mm, Um, Especially since a lot of that stuff seems to be like, hey, we're using our Fortnite money to do this game store and like put money back in developers' pockets and all of that stuff, but this is not a PC gaming show, so I won't get into that. Uh, um, but yeah, I the la- the last time I've seen something like this was I haven't seen Fortnite for sure advertise, like another game at this level. Yeah, uh, there was the Avengers stuff, but that's mm-hmm. obviously a movie and just kind of a that was yeah. just kind of a cool like Don't the, the biggest about those things in the world, skins. Right. Football, yeah, the skins, skins, that's right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the, the it, it's cool. It's it's certainly not something I was expecting at all. Like, I saw the headline for this the other day, and I'm like, huh, that's that's, that's pretty fucking cool, actually. Like, <laughs> yeah. They, they, I saw, like, the uh, psycho skin that you can get for your character, and I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, all right, I'm into this. Let's go.
0: Yeah. Uh, Kyle, I want to go to you. Yeah. Why yeah, do yeah. this? What, Like, what? Why? <laughs> does this I, make you want to go play Fortnite? Like, what, what do you I, think is the... Actually,
1: name? yes, it does, because I am a huge Borderlands fan, so... Yeah. Seeing Pandora in a different way is super cool to me. Mm-hmm. Um like like I I said when I saw the psycho running around with a Fortnite axe and little claptrap on his back and like opening a Borderlands chest in a different game. Like that is what I'm missing, and I know we're so close to Borderlands three, but it's still super cool that I can get a new Borderlands fix in a new way if I yeah. really wanted to.
0: Yeah. It's it's for me, it's really awesome to see just other developers collabing with each other like can't be yeah, said it perfectly totally, like, yeah before i like i was scratching my head again i'm like why would they do this this makes no sense and then yeah because i'm not a pc gamer mm-hmm. i i'm not aware of oh yeah they have an exclusive epic you know deal mm-hmm. and so or epic store deal so like thinking about it that way i'm like what a perfect way to incentivize big triple a games to hop on the Epic Store by going, hey, you know, I don't know, just for shits and gigs, because we mentioned it earlier, Destiny, oh, hey, guys, Mm -hmm. come here instead of Steam, and we'll do some type of, I don't know, everybody get, find a ghost. You know what I mean? Like Find that in a fucking
2: heartbeat, are you kidding (laughs) me? (laughs) Find eight
0: Peter (laughs) Dinklage's, you know, sprinkled around the map.
2: Yeah, and I mean, it's not like, uh, I, I feel like, Fortnite and Borderlands, you could kind of expect there to be a little bit of overlap in terms of competition, but yeah. Fortnite is still, I would say, arguably the biggest game in the world. It's mm-hmm. not going to go away. They're fine. And I think Epic recognizes that, which is why they're kind of like open to these kind of deals.
0: Yeah. And I think you said it perfectly. Like, they're not going away anytime soon. I think right. when, we're, when we're thinking about video games, it's very much like it's either in this sphere or... Of 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 people looking at it, or it's off to the side and no one's playing it, and that's not true. Like you never hear about Dota, but it's always one of the most you know, totally p- popular games mm-hmm. on the internet. Totally, yeah, we don't hear anything well good about League of Legends anymore, but still, like they still have almost a hundred thousand people watching it every every mm-hmm. uh, every day. So like, just because it's not in the zeitgeist of our minds, doesn't mean that it's just over and i think mm-hmm. fortnite yeah it isn't going away anytime soon and borderlands what is the crossover borderlands doesn't have you know the multiplayer component like fortnite has where it's competitive you know 100 people on a map and fortnite doesn't have that single player component that you know epic has where it's all about the
1: well is not epic gearbox
0: so uh, no 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 yeah i i know i'm thinking of oh, okay well, yeah, they have saved the world, but it's a different type of gameplay mechanic totally, yeah. than Gearbox's Borderlands. So, yeah, like, they're two totally different games, maybe similar genres in terms of shooty shooty. Yeah, band there's going to be some
2: overlap, but not enough to where yeah. I think either party has to be worried. Yeah,
0: and I think it's 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 the great cross pollination of like like you said, you're not into Fortnite, but now seeing Borderlands stuff in there, maybe you got right, to take yeah. a take a dip in the company ink. So I don't know. I'm it's also. I'm also... Just
1: super excited whenever video game companies collab together like back in the day with soul Calibur, like link and hayachi and yoda and like even seeing uh pop up in monster hunter like that's super cool i love when that thing happens because like it's a it's kind of like a celebration of the characters we love and the medium we love and I just it makes it makes my heart. Oh my sing. god! I, I said like, really good. it's really good. We
0: know ne- yeah. I'm like, has this ever happened? Yeah, duh. yeah, Monster Hunter Aloy, big doy doy over here. Uh, <laughs> Cam, what were you gonna say before Kyle really uh, cut you yeah, off?
2: I mean, I I think that's just Fortnite's free. Yeah, yeah. You know, like that's that's a really big factor, and I, yeah. obviously, I think that contributes a lot to its success. But like Borderlands, it's a premium sixty dollars game. But I I like I just keep kind of hitting home here. Just everybody, if if you play Fortnite. And you play Borderlands, you will probably still continue to play both.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah. I I really like this move. I think it's really dope. Me Am too. I going back? Oh, I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't. Yeah, know I don't think. It, I don't think it's enough selection. to
2: pull me in for sure. Yeah. I, I spent. I played it like every day, constantly for a month, and then just dropped it just as hard.
1: Yeah, I'm wondering if they're gonna do like if they have any vault keys hidden somewhere in Fortnite. For, that'd be cool. For Borderlands. Well, that'd be cool. Or if you like only one play right something, you get
2: like some shift keys for something. Yeah, that'd
1: be neat.
0: Yeah, there's only one way to find out, Kyle. Are you gonna drop with me? Are
1: you gonna drop with me? In, <laughs> in I'm still waiting on us to play Borderlands 2, Joe. Well, well, now we got to play Borderlands three. We got to set up this. I mean, you dude. know that's what I'm all about.
2: Yeah. Oh my god, I can't wait. I'm. I'm. Cam, uh, <laughs> are you are you ready for Borderlands? Yeah, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. I I played Borderlands two constantly to the point where it burned me out on the series and then i completely quit and then i have just not touched one of those games since and i they announced three and i'm like yeah i'm i am ready for this
1: yeah
0: i'm new no- i'm a noob so like i've played one i've played a bit of two but it's always the first level and i always mm-hmm. don't have people to play with and then i get bored and I leave yeah Understandable.
1: I've, beaten, I've beaten two like five six times <laughs> two, two
0: bloodboard man again beat it yeah.
1: Be the last week. It's better than Bloodborne. Anyway, yeah. next mover <laughs> from Joseph Yaden over at PS Lifestyle. The Last of Us Part 2 shown at GameStop Managers Conference. Expect more news soon. Footage of the highly anticipated The Last of Us Part 2 was shown on August 27th during the GameStop Managers Conference, giving its audience a short vertical slice of gameplay. The presentation was brief, but it showed some stealth action and, quote, how can you use clickers to your advantage, end quote although not much else was revealed. Several sources have claimed that The Last of Us Part II is supposed to launch sometime in February of 2020. Much like the potential November State of Play claim, the game's February release date has not been officially confirmed. First and foremost,
0: that one line had me really pumped. That's the reason why this is in here. How to use clickers to your advantage?
1: Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. What? I'm all in. I'm i
2: all in. Yeah, I, I was all in at the reveal. Same. To be honest, like I was like, oh fuck, man. Oh, I'm ready for this game to just. There, there's like down into nothing.
1: There's <laughs> like jumping all in, and then while you're in that all in, there's another all in. Like Wait, I'm, in, I'm yeah. several all ins. Yeah, oh, I totally. mean, like
0: to me, I'm I'm the type of guy where like, I don't need it to, but it's here, and I'm gonna be happy. And I same. No, yeah yeah. But um, how do? Because like the thing with Last of Us is it's always like okay, you're fighting people. Now you get to the clicker part. Now there's yeah. the people part. And seeing that there's going to be both, how is that going to play out? What do you mean, Neil Druckmann? What do you mean, use them to your <laughs> advantage? But with that, here's the deal. Um, we keep on hearing month after month, this is the month that they're going to reveal Last of Us Party's release date, right? Everybody's saying February. Like Back in May, everybody's like, a week after Death Stranding, everyone, a week after Death Stranding, All hands on deck. It's going to get announced. Doesn't. Right? A week after E3 was the next rumor. Doesn't. In July, there was leaked uh, collector's editions. Nothing happens. August. Now we have actually something kind of concrete. But what do you guys think? Because we're going to talk about The Lion King and Aladdin remasters. That was leaked. And then immediately after was confirmed by, by, uh, by Disney and folks. So... What do you think about this piece of the vertical slice? Do you think we're going to see that in, in September? Do you think we're going to have a state of play in September? Or do you think it's it's a November uh, stated state of play?
2: I don't know. Um, yeah. I, I keep trying to think about which month I would rather see it in. I do think we're going to get one before the end of the year for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I don't know. Uh, maybe September? fuck i honestly i could go i could go either way like uh yeah. september might make a little bit more sense if you're wanting to kind of drum up excitement for your system before the holiday shopping and all that stuff right. um november
1: depending on when you do it obviously mm-hmm. also yeah. september 26th is outbreak day so, do you oh, think? Oh, shit. I mean, you're right. Yeah. Every okay, single I'm year, I'm, I they, am yeah. now
2: 100% on September. You're right. Absolutely. <laughs> I completely forgot about that.
0: So, you think it's September 26th? We're
1: going to
2: see an outbreak day. Let's go, bro. I feel like they got to do something. Uh, yeah. it, Absolutely. It, they do something every year. I, I, they, I feel
1: like outbreak day this year, uh, they'll announce the date. We'll get those collector's editions announcements. Just maybe it'll be something
2: similar like they did with the Death Stranding announcement, where it was just like, "It's just we're dropping a trailer here Mm -hmm. and taking a very Nintendo approach to it." I I think that could work pretty well.
1: We talked about on here when the Death Stranding Twitch countdown was happening. Like the amount of people that were just watching nothing, just handprints uncovering on the screen was insane. And just think about what that would the numbers would be for our Last of Us. Part two type of Twitch thing. Sure, yeah. and I don't,
2: I don't know if they would necessarily do like a super long drawn out live sure. thing like that. I feel like that would just be like a, hey, it's outbreak day, we're gonna give Absolutely. you guys this because yeah, yeah. Naughty Dog certainly is not Hideo Kojima. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, okay, so here's all right. Outbreak day makes sense. That's
0: a very strong argument. Mm-hmm. And I was doing the math in my head, and I had to count with my my fingers because I'm I'm a four year old. Um, it's like a four month span, right, between now and then. Um, or if it's rumored to come out at the end of February, if basic math serves me right, that's perfect time to launch an, uh, a a PR campaign, an ad campaign to totally to, to push this game. At the same exact time, do we want to lessen does it lessen Death Stranding at all in terms of like now all of a sudden we have to we're focusing on these two big AAA games or can we? can we focus on both and not lose sight or do we want to just focus on death Stranding, and get that launched right as our big exclusive for the, for the uh, holiday. And then a week or two afterwards in November, have state of play we're now the hype from 2019 is over. And now we're just talking about 2020 and we're, we're looking at, uh, you know, ghost of Tsushima and then we're getting that last of us reveal.
2: Makes sense. To I, you, man. I, I, I don't know. Um, I, I think this kind of going back to my argument of like the Borderlands Fortnite thing, I think that there's definitely some overlap of the people who are going to play them. And I think it's a pretty big overlap just considering how Sony puts out a first party game. People will fucking buy it because they're great for the most part. Uh, But I I, I think that I, I think both of those are big enough on their own where I think even just saying this is coming out at this point. I don't know if that's going to take away from any sort of attention to, I don't see people with that length of time mm. saying, okay, I don't want to play death stranding, which comes out next month or whenever. And just going to wait for the last of us. I feel like mm. a lot of the people who are going to play one or the other would maybe get both. And obviously right. I can't speak for everybody,
0: but yeah. now you're making a lot of sense, uh, Kyle, you're, you're nodding in agreement there. You feel the same?
1: oh absolutely so like uh if the state of play thing happens a couple weeks after death Stranding's released and that's going to be like the last of us focused thing they could easily just be like hey this is how death Stranding's doing even though mm-hmm. we both i think cam you agree we kind of hate that kind of stuff yeah um just just like you know remind people who don't know it's out it's out and you can Buy it now for the holiday season. Sure. Then go into Last of Us. If it is February, I'm going to be a little upset because there's a lot next spring that I'm going to be wanting to play. Yeah, Final Fantasy Seven. It's, it's, it's just... packed. But oh, I could man. also see them doing Last of Us February, and then Ghosts sometime late May, June, kind of right. like that, and then gear up for PS5. Yeah, have that every four or five months. Something huge for PlayStation. Yeah, yeah I think that makes a lot of sense.
0: Yeah, because the, the the other rumor, it's like, come on, is that, um, is that it will be shown alongside on the PlayStation Five? And I think I'm like, you mm. could do both. You Absolutely. can show why yeah. why you want it. You know. Upgrade it might be a, like a
2: last of us, last of us remastered kind of a thing. Again, yeah. like, hey, oh, I don't even think that. Run, run. Yeah.
0: I think it's just like, Hey, at launch, you're going to be able to play this game at 4k 60 easy on the PS5. Mm-hmm. And they're showing sure. you that and they're going through the deep dive. Um But yeah, no, I, I think you guys are right. Actually, I did not think of outbreak day because I'm a big idiot. So yeah, no, same. That was a good yeah. call. Yeah, good good call. call, good call Kyle. Look at that over there. Would sure, you like to get to the
1: next That's my new nickname. Good call Kyle. <laughs> good call
0: Kyle. Uh good call <laughs> Kyle, would you like to get to the next goober for us?
1: Uh sure, a goober from our childhood. The Lion King and Aladdin game remasters announced. Uh today during GameStop Con, which I can't believe it's an actual thing. Uh, It was revealed that remasters of the Lion King and Aladdin games are in the works and coming to all consoles. Unfortunately, not many further details are divulged, such as specific platforms, a release date, or how robust the remasterings will be. But we do know they will include the original soundtracks and come with the Sega Genesis and SNES versions of the games. Further, they should get a proper unveiling soon as the titles will be available to pre-order from GameStop starting tomorrow.
0: Update. They're forty yes. bucks. Ooh,
1: yeah, that's a good 40 price. Bucks. Yeah. Do you think it's a good price, Cam? I, I I think so. For Why?
2: so well, so, yeah. I I kind of looked into this a little bit. Okay. Um, I've actually never played either of these games. Just full transparency, uh, okay. I my first console growing up was the original PlayStation, and mm-hmm. never anything before that. Uh, good on you. Yeah. So from my understanding, it is the super nintendo the genesis versions and then like some of the game boy versions as well so there's like a bunch of different versions packed into these except i think one i think the snes version of aladdin's not on there
1: yeah but yeah because it's
2: uh, your version yes (laughs) the uh my understanding is they're they're adding in a bunch of that stuff there's some like additional content there's some cool like i know snk's 40th anniversary collection had some cool like you can like do save states and do a bunch of, like, modern things with Mm -hmm. these older games that make it a little bit more appealing. And I think that definitely raises the price point in my mind. I think 40 is a pretty good price for these bundles, especially considering how many people I know that are just going to buy them sight unseen. It's true it's disney
0: it's aladdin yeah.
2: right these Fly games king, were yeah. huge back in the day I, yeah. I i know so many people who loved can playing I, them growing up can
1: i really quick uh say Maybe. something that i thought of absolutely earlier no today uh <laughs> isn't it funny that the lion king and aladdin movies are are like the preamble to this like that they're the hype for the game remaster
0: yeah that's what <laughs> <I do. laughs> hey while you're here Get exactly. these things we just had to yeah. put over. See, to me, I think 40 <laughs> bucks is way too freaking much. Like, really? sure, you're putting in all the versions, but, like, this is still, like, decades old. Like, we're, we were going to put this in the doc. I might as well talk about it now. Like, there was a homebrew hack for the Vita that literally just got patched that was just a, mm-hmm. a massive emulator. And for me, I'm like, you know, as I view emulation as a form of preserving games... Um, keeping them, you know, keeping them for not, not just for younger generations to look at games, how we gamed, you know, back in the eighties, but more so like for us to go back to as well. And ex re-experience our childhood because when I see companies take advantage of like really cheap ports, um, and like hiking up the price of like 40 bucks, like dang, no, there's, there's so many, Though they've done a great job at like, here's the entire collection of all these games, uh and you can experience which one you want. That's cool, but they're still decades old, you know. So like, I don't know how. For me, I I'm not buying this day one, but mm-hmm. I don't know, Kyle, you're you're the you're the breaking vote here. What do you think? Forty too much?
1: <laughs> I don't think it's too much. I I, I think they're putting a they're putting a decent amount of work in there there is a lot there um yeah. i love the added features of like i think they're calling it watch mode like you can jump to any point in the game and rewind and like kind of like a save state i guess without really saving it um i i think there's a lot of meat there if you're if you hold such nostalgia for it um yeah. but i can totally see your point joe where they are just banking on that nostalgia and and Putting sure. it at $40 yeah. just to get yeah, it. Yeah, I,
2: I definitely do understand the point there. I know the... I obviously, myself can't speak to how those games play or perform because I've mm-hmm. never played them. Dope. But uh, I, I know... I've seen some people online who I do trust, to have that have had, like, the experiences with them, mm-hmm. and they're, like, very familiar with a lot of the emulation scene and, like, how remasters and ports do. And supposedly the, the like, developers that are working on these ports are fucking excellent so okay. like they're going to be like relatively high quality all
1: right i, w- I so. wonder if they're the same people that did the uh the disney afternoon collection i don't know i do not know with like the ducktales and yeah and Dark
2: Duck stuff. rip ducktales I heard i heard people really like that ducktales remaster
3: yeah yeah, yeah.
2: did
1: you know <laughs> what i mean uh kyle right. what's the next goober on the list sir oh we got uh playstation plus offerings for the month of september Batman, Arkham Knight, and Darksiders 3.
0: Can I read the Batman yes. Arkham Knight description?
1: I, I knew you were going to ask, so go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you know me so well.
3: <clears throat> Batman, Arkham Knight, descend into the besieged streets of Arkham City as DC's most iconic crime-fighting crusader in Rocksteady's neo-noir action-adventure and explosive finale to the Arkham series. I am the night. Very nice, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was good. That was good. I am Batman. <laughs> <laughs> That's dope.
0: So, first free game of the month for September, Arkham Knight. Would you read the last one, Kyle? I've, I've, I killed my throat there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Darksiders 3 a visceral hack and slash action adventure Darksiders 3 places you in a dark fantasy world filled with diverse environments dangerous foes hidden secrets and weapons and abilities to unlock take on the role of fury the most unpredictable and eni- enigmatic of the four horsemen as she returns to the scorched earth to hunt down and destroy the seven deadly sins track down each of the seven deadly sins slay their minions and restore the balance between good and evil on earth let the apocalypse begin yo this is
2: these are really this this is two a really good weeks yeah this is a pretty pretty solid month
0: yeah like again like i say this every month i need to really i need to get Download Sniper Elite before the time's up. But like, Cam, uh, have you played any of these
2: two games? What do you? So I've never played either of these actually. Oh, Oh, okay. (laughs) You're probably going to hear that a lot from me for (laughs) a a few of the items on this list that we need to talk about. But yeah i I've played maybe like five or six hours of Arkham Asylum. Okay, and then like five or six hours of Darksiders One, and Mm then I think it was they both just fell into my lap at times where I didn't have... I think I had other things that I wanted to play more, so I just didn't give them the time that they probably needed to kind of settle and, like, really let me get into them. Um, I will say I really liked Arkham Asylum and did not care for what I played of Darksiders.
0: Okay, okay. See, I'm interested in in what Darksiders has Mm -hmm. for me. Like, I played Arkham Knight, and, um, you know, fans of the show will know I'm not good at any of the Batman games. I'm actually horrible at them, so I play them. I stop midway through, and then I I go and I watch my brother play them because that's the only game he's really good at, mm-hmm. and it's a great way for us to bond. <laughs>
2: that's
0: nice. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I'm definitely gonna try Dark Siders three though. That's yeah. Great. I mean, I'll add them to my library.
2: Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm sure they're great. I might fire yeah. Dark Siders three. I heard some people really liked and really didn't like that, so I might yeah. give it a shot. It's I mean, very divisive. Yeah, free. So yeah,
1: I like two a lot. Okay, uh, yeah, uh, two is I've, great. I've, I've
2: heard 2 is really
1: good. I, I'm happy I held off of buying Dark Darksiders 3, because now I can just have yeah. it now. Great. But uh, Arkham Knight is a game that holds a special place in my heart. It is one of my favorite games. It is one of my favorite lead-ups to release. I think there was a thing going on, on Twitter, I yep. think, recently. Like, what was the last game that you were really hyped up before it came out? And that was Arkham Knight for me. I adore the Arkham games. Um, I've platinumed Knight as soon as I could. Dang. Um it, yes, the Batmobile sections tonight night are not the best, especially the Batmobile tank stuff, yeah, but it's still you're seeing the end of a terrific trilogy of Batman stories yeah um and yeah if you have not played Arkham Knight, you should um it's it's I can't recommend it enough also, I wanted to ask you guys here yeah. um. Do you think this is a way of reminding people that Rocksteady exists? Are they about to announce <laughs> something? <laughs> like Rocksteady tweeted out at the end of the thing, it was justice yeah. for all uh, of yeah. the tweet when they showcased the PlayStation Plus thing. Nah. Are we going to see Rocksteady soon in the next couple of months? No, nah,
0: we're seeing them. The, uh, uh, here's what I'm going to call right here, right now. Okay, everybody you're, you're listening in. This is definitely, they're definitely going to show their game. It's a next gen game. It's yeah, yeah. yeah it's 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 this year's e3 coming and it's gonna probably be on xbox's stage because come on god knows they need it you know i was
2: gonna say yeah. game awards oh game awards is a good one i think that would actually All be a right. really solid bet i will... give it about a year and then like the launch is gonna be that next fall i think that's smart yeah yeah you, t-
0: you give them a little taste right mm-hmm. and then you yeah. have them waiting at e3 you show it off on one of the big stages And then, yeah, no, that's actually, that's terrific.
1: I'll, I'll vote for that for sure. I I like that a lot. Uh, let's get to the next story. Shall we flash news? Marvel Spider-Man game of the year edition available today. I don't know why I paused for so long (laughs) by James O'Connor at GameSpot. You might be asking what's in the game of the year edition. You'll find the full game as well as a voucher for the entire Marvel Spider-Man, the city that never sleeps DLC, a three chapter narrative to the game that tells its own spectacular post-game story. We've been blown away by your response to Marvel Spider Man The City That Never Sleeps, and we're excited the Game of the Year edition will expose it to even more players. It's a great value as you get the full game and all three story chapters of Marvel Spider Man The City That Never Sleeps for just $39.99 US dollars. So um,
0: I have a question now, straight, strictly for you, Kyle. Yeah. Okay. Shuei Yoshida just walked into the room. Right. Close oh, your man. eyes.
1: Hello, Shu. All right. all right. well, listen, Cam, I don't know if you know this, but when Shu walks into my room, yeah. he makes me do something awful. I had to kill the Vita.
3: <laughs> he wow. made me choose oh. between
1: PSVR and Vita. Oh, so it was you. Mm-hmm. So it was, yes, it you was me. That, was, I'm oh, the reason. Right.
0: I, I regret being on the show then. All right, all
2: right,
0: cool. Here's the thing, all right? Shu <laughs> has the Infinity Gauntlet, and now he's just like, all right, perfectly balanced as all things should be. Mm-hmm. I'm going to snap and either Spider-Man goes again oh or Batman. God, what, are you, what are you doing?
2: <laughs> Why? Because
1: <laughs> I just want to see you in some type of <gasps> mental anguish. <laughs> I hate you so much. Can I ask a qualifying question? Yes. Will the, pre- the Arkham Trilogy excuse me, Ar- Arkham Quadrilogy still exist? She thinks
0: that's a brilliant question.
1: <laughs> he's a giving god
0: okay all the Arkham games die but Origins I hate you
1: <laughs> Origins is still a really good game <laughs> um, Oh, you son of a bitch I want to see Spider-Man continue so I'm going to say Batman has to go but I hate you so damn oh, much oh no shoot leave my house please How Bruce dare doesn't you? feel
0: so good
1: <laughs> Uh,
0: just uh, an update as well for the podcast and listeners. Um I have sad news. Okay. Cam, usually our beloved um, neighborhood spider bit swings on by in uh, a yeah. few weeks. Um he's a he's a personality. Uh he's become an emote on my Twitch channel. Excellent and um, Excellent. he swings both ways, that's his gimmick. Great. And because of the Sony and Marvel deal. He's no longer allowed to, to be on the podcast. so uh, That's rough. That's rough. For yeah. you, Spider-Bit. For you. Bring I'll him back. pour some out. Pour yep. some out for so here's yeah. what I'm doing. I'm going to start a GoFundMe. I think that's how this works. <laughs> no, change.org. Change.org. We want Spider-Bit in the MCU. Not Spider-Man, <laughs> just
1: Spider-Bit. Oh, man. That's the only time I will support Spider-Bit. <laughs> Let's do it, dude. But this is the he... first time I've heard of him, and I agree. Oh my so, god! So 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 picture. So you see Joe in his chair, right? Yes. Picture spider bit swinging onto screen in mm-hmm. that same exact chair. Great. Same exact Great. shirt. Same shirt. Excellent. Yeah. He only he only appears when Joe is in the bathroom. Yeah, okay. that's the only All time.
2: Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that. Yeah. Out. I had. I, I, I mean, I've never I've never seen him in the same room. That's well, true. Exactly. That's, really true.
0: that's what I've been trying to tell people. This is supposed to be <laughs> flash news, the quick news. <laughs> now out of flash news let's get back to some big news surprisingly enough so
1: from sharif saeed over at vg247 cyberpunk 2077 character creator no longer offers binary gender options the original cyberpunk 2077 gameplay demo initially shown to press behind closed doors had everyone raving back at e3 2018. The demo has since been made available for all to watch online. As impressive as it was, the footage invited criticism in a lot of areas, particularly when it comes to the character creator shown. The tool featured the the default male-slash-female choices Plenty of Games offer, but didn't really push for more progressive, inclusive options. Quote, in our character creation menu compared to the last demo, we now give you so, much, so many more options. Senior concept art, artist, Marthy Jonkers told Metro at Gamescom, For instance, you don't choose your gender anymore. You don't choose. I want to be a female or male character. You now choose a body type, because we want you to feel free to create any character you want. So you choose your body type, and we have two voices. One that's male-sounding, one is female-sounding. You can mix and match. You can just connect with them any way you want. Jonkers added that this also extends to race and style choices, as the tool now includes more skin tones, hairstyles, tattoos, and other personalization items. The change was the result of feedback the team had received following the first demo's reveal without necessarily going out and consulting people from different minority groups. Quote, we just want to know what we can improve on because we want to make a really good game and we really want to make a game that everybody is comfortable playing, said Jonkers. But at the same time, we'll tackle different issues. It is a cyberpunk world after all, end quote. What a, do- okay, so this is pretty dope. So I love this. Yeah, um, this is
0: really good. Yeah, Kim, you wanted this in here and so we're talking about it. So yeah. what makes you so excited about this?
2: So the thing that is exciting about this to me is a lot of things. I think having that representation or even ability to really be whatever the fuck you want first is very cyberpunk. That's all about just like body modification and customization event. Essentially what is human, that kind of bullshit. Yeah. But I just come on. Like there are people representation of, marginalized groups is something that people want. And this is, I think the best way that they could have done this. Um, There's also just whenever they announced a lot of this stuff, as the article said, there was just a lot of things where they were being pretty tone deaf on some issues. And I know uh, CD project red has had kind of a tough history with stepping on those issues and then just being really kind of insensitive about the response to it or just being like, why don't you guys grow up? That kind of a thing. This is really refreshing for me and I'm sure a lot of people to see that, no, we're actually taking meaningful steps. We're listening to your feedback. It's something that I straight up, just going into this, I saw that and I did not expect them to do this. I didn't Mm -hmm. think that they were going to be listening to the feedback as well as this is. And I'm really interested to see just like the full depth of this character creator. I'm still not 100% sold on how the messaging is going to be. Yes. Because I feel like there's definitely still some room, as we have seen with other games in the news lately, <laughs> with uh, the ability to have some content in the game that could be relatively insensitive or yeah. just, like, shitty cheap jokes. But yeah. I, this is a good sign, and it definitely has me more... Optimistic about how they're going to handle right, right, right.
0: Groups, different groups in 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 the world. Kyle, well, are you down for this? You you excited for it? What what are your feelings on this?
1: Yeah, this is awesome. Mm. Anytime a developer is not just going to say it and actually do it is pretty right. cool. Yeah. Um, also, like I'm all for people wanting to see themselves in games. I yeah. think it's very important for us to do that, and so. If this gets people to be able to create somebody that they feel they are in a futuristic world, I'm all for. Mm-hmm. As yeah. I, I mean, game it, that is so important it, to matter. Whatever you do, if you're a movie fan, you you, you watch certain TV shows, book reader, you want to see yourself in some of those characters in those stories, yeah. and it, it's it's just awesome. Yeah. I, I, I it's yeah. awesome. Yeah.
0: yeah, for me, I think this is a. Uh uh Pretty super rad, man. Because yeah, they were they there was some controversy about how they portrayed trans people yeah. as well. They got some people, um, <laughs> lack of better words, like triggered. Like they they were not a fan of this. So to see them kind of go, listen, we're taking your feedback. Here's what we're going to do is cool, and also goes with the cyberpunk thing of like everybody's augmenting themselves in every which way. That yeah, like there there would be a point in society where they're just like. Who, who even gives a shit you know and totally so it makes sense and yeah it now even just gets me more fascinated of how the character creation is going to look like because they're just like hey you could put a very you know baritone dude you know what we consider a male voice right um it, on, on a on a 4 foot you know little lady you know and they're like <laughs> that's cool like that the just the the ways of customization is going to be so deep like for me i know i want to play as the female version of v i love her Same. hair her hair looks <laughs> freaking dope and so like to see someone like you know i i hear a lot of like people uh, coming out stories where like they saw themselves as these characters or they had they built belt feelings for these characters that they didn't know they had so if this is the step for someone to have that self-awakening moment dope and if it's, yeah, it's a great. way for someone to feel that the way they feel inside, dope. That's what video games are supposed to do. You know, I'm not a big jacked up, you know, seven foot eight Toren shaman, but god damn it, when I'm playing World of Warcraft, I'm playing that seven foot eight, you know, Toren Cause it's dope, and I shoot lightning out of my hands, because that's the best version of me that I want to <laughs> see. I could have picked better things, but fuck it, Taurens are badass. Yeah, so like respect. Yeah, so like for me, it's about video games. Is about like, to to a degree, it's like that power play, but like it's also seeing yourself in the best version of you you want to see. So seeing that, it's awesome. It's dope. It's
2: great, and it's it, it's really cool to see this from like I've mentioned earlier, just a developer that has had problems with this stuff in the past, but also arguably one of the biggest upcoming releases in the world right now. Oh yeah, I I I think it is the
3: biggest right it, like it is
2: absolutely up there I, yeah every people i know who do not give a shit about the video games industry or keep up with that stuff they yep. know about cyberpunk
0: yep same mm-hmm. here so it's huge again awesome step this next news and our last piece of news for the night kyle would you like to yeah. read it for us
1: from colin campbell over at polygon telltale games is being revived Telltale Games, which shut down last year, is coming back after its assets were purchased by a company called LCG Entertainment. The new company will sell some of Telltale's back catalog and will work on new games based on a few Telltale-associated properties as well as new licenses. The new Telltale is headed up by Jamie, uh, sorry if I butchered the name, Ottilie Adelie? I think that's a- right. Adelie, the second one? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah sure. And Brian Waddle. Oddly said that some workers from the original Telltale games will be offered freelance roles with full-time positions possible in the future. Oddly has spent much of his career in mobile games. Most recently, as founder and CEO of Galaxy Pest Control, which is best known for licensed games based on Duck Dynasty and Power Rangers. Waddle's previous experiences include running sales and marketing for the Havoc game engine. Oddly said it's possible the new Telltale will pick up some stories where they left off. Quote, we're still evaluating, but we definitely want to continue some of the stories, he said. But it looks like The Walking Dead won't be coming back. That license is now owned by Skybound, which has its own plans for game releases. <throat> A class action lawsuit against the original company's executives is currently ongoing. This action does not affect the new company. Executives and founders from the original company are not part of the relaunch, although Polygon understands that some former managers have been consulted in an unofficial capacity.
0: Okay first glance at this story kyle
1: yeah what do you make of it i'm kind of bummed yeah i am Mm -hmm. um i saw this online so i'm not gonna act like this is my words Mm -hmm. but the moment i read them, like yeah this is it um the name of the developer is does not make the games the people behind it makes the games and the fact that telltale's back in name form Great. It's a recognizable name. But the people behind those wonderful stories and experiences are not already guaranteed to be working on the same stuff. Like, that bums me out because they're super talented and they deserve to finish these stories. And so, just the line.
0: Just the line yeah. like telltale games will be offered or employees will be offered freelance roles with full time yeah. positions in the future Yeah, it's that's some bullshit. <laughs> it can, is some bullshit.
2: can't yeah. go off
3: on that point, oh my, my
2: god man. like I oh boy, that is fucking ridiculous yeah. uh and i I mean like you mentioned like they kind of like deserve to finish these stories, and like a lot of them have since moved on to yeah especially considering how. Telltale was run. Way better things. But, I mean, really, they deserve to get fucking paid. And if you are going to bring them on for this project, for this name, that... uh, this, This whole thing just feels very much like a we are buying up this company and these assets because they are what people know. And we're just going to put them back up for sale. We might make some new stuff. I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see a whole lot of new stuff about this, but fuck, man, I... Hate this. Uh, <laughs> it's it's really, it. it, it the, the whole thing seems very shady to me. Mm. And it's just really emphasized by the fact of like offered freelance roles, comma, with full time positions possible in the future.
1: Like, get the yeah. fuck out of yeah. here. It, it's like the kid in a group project who doesn't do any work but still puts his name on the project. Right. Yes! It, 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 yeah. And he puts it's, it uh, first.
0: That's the message. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh. I, that David shit in my CSR class, out. I'm looking at you, David. <laughs> <Fuck> you, <dude. laughs> you did nothing. Come on, David. Come on, yeah, David. no, I feel the same. Like, you know, you see the title, I get excited. I'm like, oh, cool, they're back. Right. Is this going to be the original people? And then you hear that line, like, freelance roles. So, okay, they're not mm-hmm. even guaranteed health benefits.
2: Cool. Yeah. Dude. And uh, this, right, especially with a freelance thing, like, yeah. the way a lot of that stuff works is it's like contract or just like per, like, project, and you won't Mm -hmm. get any benefits. You're essentially, you know, bleeding these people dry, much like Telltale did. So maybe it does work out. Who the fuck knows? (laughs) (laughs) uh, Yeah, yeah, man, I just... And the... the, I've never heard of anything that, like, the two guys who were listed in this article have done, or, like, anything they've worked on, other than, like, the Havoc game engine. Like, the fact that they worked on licensed games for Duck Dynasty and Power Rangers doesn't really inspire a ton of it doesn't inspire a ton of confidence in me, you know, yeah, but man. I mean that obviously it is a little bit reductive, but I I'm more inclined to just be like, fuck this, especially just considering how like, Hey, we'll, we'll throw you guys a little bit of a bone here, but we will, we'll barely pay you and you might have a job. Like, no yeah, fucking pay them. If you want them to work on your shit, full stop. Yeah.
0: No, it's, it's, it's weird. Yeah. It, it very much feels like it's like, uh, it's a very like they they took over the host, you know what I mean? Like it right. is just,
2: it is like yeah. we're buying it because it's the name, and they're just propping up the corpse and letting people take pictures in front of it exactly. and charging for it. Yeah, it, it's all you doing. know
0: what it is? It's it's like um, it's like that those wax museums. You're not really I, taking a picture yeah. next to Elvis. You're and I just... think it's good
2: that they're intending on getting that stuff back up for sale. I think it is yeah. good that people will be yeah. able to access that stuff again, but. Oh come on! It's not going like, to the original, people, yeah, you know?
0: right. It and, it is. It uh, sucks. Yeah. It really does. But with that said, let's get into something. Oh, Cam,
3: I yes. got a question. Are you holding on me- to something? I am now. All right, prepare the drop. Each and every week, PlayStation drops the latest and greatest in games onto the PlayStation storefront. The only problem. Is that there are way too many games to list off. <laughs> so instead, me, Kyle, and Cam will talk about that one game that gets us hyped. With that, Kyle, would you like to say your first pick?
1: Absolutely, uh, Man of Medan.
3: Thank you. The and dark- with that, I'll 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 do the description, please, sir. Oh, okay. The Dark Pictures Anthology <laughs> is a series of standalone cinematic horror games. Each game features a brand new story and settings and characters, and a full branching narrative. In Man of Medan, five friends sail on a holiday diving trip. As the day unfolds and the storm rolls in, their trip soon changes into something much more sinister. <laughs> Who will live? Who will die? It's all down to you,
2: Kyle. I'm, uh, I'm going to be real with you. Uh, yes. Whenever you started that voice, I had no confidence in you to pull it off, but you really brought it around. So well done yeah. on that. Thank yeah. you. Thank <laughs> you. No problem. <laughs> Thank you. I love doing that because
0: it creeps Kyle out. So when you put Man and the there, I was just like,
1: I, I got him. <laughs> it's really a so many voices, Cam. It's yeah, hard I, to keep up. I believe you. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, obviously we have a big world tour we're going to talk about soon. that yeah. also came out this week. But the fact that I'm going to play another super massive story-driven mm-hmm. game where my mm-hmm. choice matters, I'm all in. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I I
2: this is absolutely on my radar. I'm going to I'm going to come out with a hot take here and say that a good video game. What? Um, Cuz you know nobody thinks that. The game's fucking <laughs> awesome. So, I'm mean, I'm really excited to check out what this is. Yeah. yeah.
0: I'm picking it up too. uh I'll be playing it with our good friend Zeranix, a.k.a. Fiona, uh, a.k.a. Nice. She has her commissions up, so if you want emotes and logos, go to her. Um, yeah, go so, give her money. Yeah, go give her money, please. She deserves it. She's very talented. So she's going to be streaming it. I'll be joining her there. I'm
2: very pumped. Uh, Cam, what's your pick, Sarah? My pick is Knights and Bikes. Uh, Knights and Bikes, let me... Of the thing. I'll read this one in a cam voice. Knights uh, <laughs> and Bikes is a hand-painted action adventure for one or two players set on a British island in the 1980s. It's a coming-of-age story starring Nessa and Demelza, exploring the coasts of Penfurzy on their trusty bikes looking for a legendary lost treasure in a Goonies-inspired tale of excitement, danger, fun, and friendship. This Ooh. game looks charming as fuck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, everything is just super gorgeous, uh, just flipping through, like, the screenshots. The trailer seems very fun. It's, like, really well animated. I really am taking the vibe of this a whole lot. It it totally, like they said, it very much looks hand-drawn. I'm getting... it. It looks like a double-fine-ass video game, and it is mm-hmm. a double-fine productions game. Mm-hmm. So, right. I'm definitely going to be checking this one out for sure. Yeah. It looks just super charming.
0: It looks super dope. And mine is what we're going to be talking
3: about tonight, which is control after a secretive agency in new york is invaded by another worldly threat you become the new director struggling to regain control from developer remedy entertainment this supernatural third-person action adventure will challenge you to master the combination of supernatural abilities modify my modifiable Uh, what the hell is that come on (laughs) i am i got dyslexia we we got we got and reactive environments while fighting through a deep and unpredictable world
0: okay Uh, control which is gonna be our main talking point tonight this game is the first really to me what we're going to launch into the fall the holiday season of games we've all played it it is all it is being uh executive or sorry exclusively promoted as a playstation game but you can play it wherever um with that guys kyle what are your initial thoughts you say you've only played an hour Cam, yeah. you haven't played anything, so your job yeah, is to I, ask us questions. I bought it.
2: I downloaded it.
0: You downloaded it. <laughs> so your, your job is to ask us questions. Me, yeah. I am halfway through this game. I have got to the first twist, and then I had to set up the show. So I Ooh. am itching to go back. <laughs> yeah. So Kyle, an hour through, what yeah. do you think? First Remedy game you played.
1: Yeah. Uh, man, does this game have style in spades, and I love it. Um, So my one, th- my one gripe after playing it at PAX East this year was uh, the feeling like it was just an open room and, like, you can just kind of go wherever. Mm-hmm. But the way the first hour is going where it, it feels like I'm going to be coming back to mm-hmm. certain places over and over again, kind of like a Metroidvania type thing. Yes, very um, much,
0: yeah.
1: I am super into... I love, I'm a big lore person in games, and every single note I pick up, I make sure I stop and read, and there's some really good stuff so far. Uh, the the, ca- the writing's fantastic. The main character is super interesting. I don't know what's going on with her, but I'm intrigued to, to know more. Yeah. Um, the way they're kind of leading you in and wanting you to, to keep playing. Like, I, I've had this game in my head all day today. Yeah. Uh, because I want to know what's, what's coming next. And I, was, I haven't got into like all the other powers yet. I know they're there since I did play at PAX. Yeah. Um, and I know what the, the gun turns into. Because uh, that was in that demo as well. But I'm excited to find out how I get those things. Yeah. And and just what the old house turns into. Because that's what the, where you're basically playing is the old house. Is yeah. what they call it. So, yeah,
2: I I think the honestly like my limited knowledge of it uh, i uh, i i've seen some like little snippets here and there on like twitter and like people have talked about it in other shows that i've listened to like giant bombcast just said a big thing about it and yeah. uh, it sounds fucking cool uh, <laughs> i am really into weird sci-fi and just super deep lore where they don't mm-hmm explain everything and that seems to be kind of exactly what this is like i i watched a lot of x files growing up and this seems to be very much like taking the same vein of that i also want to say the oldest house is the coolest fucking name i have ever heard for
1: (laughs) absolutely yes
2: and like they go into it like okay so again
0: spoiler free should have said this in the beginning but um six hours in And I am so captivated, and I think there's something a lot of people are missing. Yes, this is a very much a Remedy Metroidvania game Mm means, for me, as someone who I have not been big into Remedy since Max Payne, um, for me, it feels like, and it's giving me the vibes of Bioshock. Because how oh, yeah. how the set pieces are, or levels are laid out, yes, it's open, and you can explore, and that's where you'll find new abilities and new ways of customizing this gun made out of deadly Legos that, like, Great. you could... You could turn this gun, first off, there's no ammo in this game. It just recharges. It's another worldly gun. And it changes into different things. So, straight up, it's a pistol in the beginning. Then you could turn it into a sniper rifle. Then you could turn it into a shotgun and a machine gun. Like, you could turn this thing into whatever you want. It is super dope. Um, But each level is kind of designed where there's a whole bunch of stuff around you. And you're reading and you're collecting documents, you're collecting pictures, you're collecting, uh, tapes, audio recordings, uh, really freaky, weird TV shows like demented and they're all building on this world of control that again, sometimes like you can have the story maybe spoiled for you, or you'll see something coming because you read that letter three hours ago mm-hmm. and it's hit you mm-hmm. and you're like, Oh wait, I think I know where the story's going. That's and, cool. it, and it rewards you for going back there. But at the same exact time, if you don't want to look at all that stuff and you just want the story delivered to you in that linear fashion, it's there for you. So like, you'll still get that surprise. You'll still get that dopamine rush when you find out that big twist or that big reveal, because you're like, Oh, I didn't see that coming. That's excellent. The combat is too so fucking perb. It's amazing. I have not locked unlocked all the abilities. There's a levitate, and that's the only one I haven't unlocked yet. But for the most part, I'm just flinging shit around the room and dodging yeah. and shooting, and it's just so much fun. Like the 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 force pull and force push ability is is amazing. It's called launch, and what you do is with your telekinesis powers, you just Grab something in midair and then you just fling it at people, and you could charge it up, and it acts like a slingshot. Like it just, it, you see it like having the tension pulled through it, and then just launches at someone, and it just feels so good. Like the melee ability is not you hitting someone with your fists or your gun; you're literally just like force pushing them, and everything around nice. you through the floor, cool. the walls, the doors, whatever's in front of you, rips apart. Oh
1: oh that, the, that's fucking rad the oh, effects <laughs> the, just the effects of like so uh, I don't know if I want to say what the enemy is called yet the Not hiss you can say that that's... it's the hiss yeah. but like sometimes they just take over people who are working there and they're just like floating in the air and, and they'll just they're just kind of there at least so far in the first hour but like if you shoot at them and get rid of them the effects of them disappearing is like light like the, I, I think of it of the uh, oh my god now I'm blanking the Aurora like, Borealis type. Yeah, effect. it's
0: like the Thanos slap, oh. snap meets yes. the Boris.
1: Yeah, it you know, is whatever. so cool. freaking cool. Effect. I love it. Yeah, and and like yes, it's very gray but when the color hits it it makes the world a difference and it's so cool.
0: I like to call this game the the Muller Report game because when you're picking up all these documents you're reading through the lore but there are bits and pieces that are just straight up redacted. Yep. Mm-hmm. And and there are sometimes like you're you're guessing what the redacted piece is. It's like Russia collusion what is it? Probably because cuz
2: you're 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 just straight up like like the it's the Federal Bureau of Control, right? Yeah. Like it's like a US government.
0: Yeah, and all the documents are set up like it is. That's cool. Like it's like. So some documents are like, yo, dude, I was taking a shit in the bathroom, just like (laughs) disappeared. Like, and I'm not saying that as a poop joke for Adam Leonard, just to get his rocks (laughs) off. That's literally one of the documents. Slight spoiler alert. He's going to love
1: it. My favorite one, it was like a. uh... Uh, a janitor requesting for materials and there was things blacked out on there i was like why yes. would there be redacted information <laughs> awesome. on a request list for the janitor awesome. like but still like i'm all in yeah and, um, and, and like our...
0: you wonder about like you know like janitors how do they work or like people that have to like remake a bathroom how how do they know what's going on and they do and they explain that in the game so perfectly
1: Shout out to the janitor, though. I, I've only run into him once. Adi? He's Adi's my man, dude. Awesome. Adi
0: fucks, dude. Adi fucks.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> it, it's within the first ten minutes, but, like, yeah. she encounters him, and in her head, she she's always having a dialogue in her head. Yeah. Um... And she's like, you might think that he's like the creepy serial killer type of person that will kill you when your back is turned, but she's like, I've been there. I've worked by myself alone. He's a pretty nice guy in yeah. my book. And just keeps going. Like... Yeah, yeah. You're having
0: these constant inner dialogues, uh, monologues to yourself, and it's it's fantastic. You're really understanding the feeling, and you're understanding why she's talking to herself as well. It makes total sense. Mm-hmm. And so, like, yeah, when when it comes to like you meet Adi again two minutes into the game mm-hmm. you're like i trust him and you and it's not her saying it out loud it's
2: like she's talking to you and i yeah. really like that That's a cool. lot um yeah. question for you guys about sure. this uh, I, I have you are you guys playing it on like a ps4 pro just regular ps4
0: so i'm playing it on a on a pro kyle you're playing okay. it on Same. a pro
2: as well yeah okay
0: um on your 4k tv I, you, <laughs> I have
2: heard i have heard that there's been some performance stuff with yes. the base model Yes, uh, I have the model, so, um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I, I'll, I'm going to jump into that yeah. probably right after we're done recording this yeah. and just like see, kind of I'm still going to play it, but yes. I, I understand that there is some performance issues going on with that. Like the base PS4 seems to be the worst place to play
1: it right now. I,
0: and I get that because even on the PlayStation 4 Pro, it chugs, um, mm-hmm.
1: Could I haven't be. run into that yet.
0: You will when there's a lot yeah, of explosions sure. on screen and effects because there's just so much. Yeah, the frame dips from whatever it is, I'm guessing 30 to like 7 or 8 for like a second. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. It takes you out. It it does it is noticeable. It does take you out of the cool hmm. thing you just did, which is a knock against it. Um and then also when you complete a level, uh it'll it'll literally it literally, literally freeze for a few seconds. Mm-hmm. Like, for a good five seconds. And you're like, did my PlayStation 4 just crash? And it didn't. You're fine. Mm-hmm. So, uh, with that, our first question uh, about Control comes from Tim Ulf. He writes in, he goes, When I first saw the trailer for Hashtag Control, it gave me Infamous vibes. Am I way off? Is this like any other game out there? I'm on the fence. P.S. The Cole Infamous games are... On my all-time favorite games good list. Good man, Tim. So, Kyle, games, you man, can answer this a little bit more than me. Yeah. Uh, does this give you infamous vibes at all, or is he awful? a
1: little bit? A little and bit. I, for one reason only, uh, okay. the main character reminds me a lot of Lada Fetch from ah. uh, Second Son. Mm, okay, cool. Right. Um, and, and I can see like like her melee attack kind of. I, I can totally get it, and some of the later abilities, which I know of, I can see where you're getting that from. Um I've also kind of it gives a Resident Evil vibe to me too. Just the mood yes. that the game sets. Yes. Um which is super cool. Uh it, it's more of like other entertainment stuff that I get vibes from like yeah, I know You mentioned uh, X-Files. I, I can see fringe influences. Yeah. I can see stranger things. Definitely. Like, yeah, I know you mentioned yeah.
2: BioShock earlier and yeah. I heard some people that just like this game is like not scary in a traditional scary sense, mm-hmm. but it's definitely unsettling in the yes. same way that Bioshock yeah. totally was. Like, there was a point in that first Bioshock game where I'm just like, okay, I'm sitting this down. I cannot fucking play this more tonight. Yeah.
0: I'm not lying when I say this, and I'm not exaggerating, okay? I'll never lie or exaggerate in my life. Uh, <laughs> this is probably one of the best sounding games I have ever heard. Like, mm-hmm. the Good sound yeah. the sound team did a fantastic job because mm-hmm. the the... The just the atmosphere is unsettling. You just hear like this
1: swoosh sound. It just kind of just even gets you on even, the edge. Yeah, the workers that are floating in the air. If you're close, you'll hear the hiss whispering. Yeah, like oh, it, that's it, it, cool. And once you get oh, rid of shit. them, the whispering stops. Yeah, all right, or it subsides yeah,
0: and it's not. It's, it's not only... as loud. There's <laughs> yeah. like a part where like
1: this game I already bought, dude.
0: Yeah. There's <laughs> a part where you're in a giant subwoofer and like you're hearing this sound, uh, this music, and it does a really excellent job at fading in and out, depending on where you're turning and how far away you are from it. It does a fantastic job. So, like, that's fucking s- awesome. sound design is, is seriously top-notch. Story is freaking excellent. Um, the action is really good. It, it does have its problems, though. So, like, the map isn't the best. Um, it's definitely... I was going to
1: ask you, because I, I looked at it and I could see how confusing it might get. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah,
0: yeah, it is, it is confusing. And I would like it a zoom in ability of like, just zone me in on where I am and there's nothing there. So that's a little bit off. Some of the puzzles are, uh, there's one bullshit one. So like, um, I, yeah, I use a guide. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, yeah, So like, there's some bullshit puzzles. There's some frame rate issues, but other than that, can Mm -hmm. I just say it right here, right now? I'm not even done with this game right now. This is a game of year contender. Shit. Right. I love this game.
2: That's that's real talk. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Real talk. I like I'm already thinking like I'm midway through. I'm like, I don't know what I need to platinum this game, but I'm going to. <laughs> like Hell whatever yeah. I need to do. So yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Um any any last thoughts, any last questions as we move on to just, our next questions. Yeah.
1: Just really quick, and it's not a major thing about the game. Mm-hmm. I just really love when you go to a new area. Bright bold yep. letters saying the, the location just stamps on the screen yep. oh, and you I can still that. move your character and stuff yeah. but it's just that sense of style and like the that's, sci-fi type that's really thing. good
0: there's yeah. also the remedy using real actors and like real world stuff as well that takes some getting used to but once and you'll see what i'm talking about as well like the tv mm-hmm. shows and stuff it's a little weird and i didn't like that in the beginning but now i'm used to it and i'm in so everything i'm in I, I really love this game. I Tim Off, I would say go out there get it for sure. Absolutely. Um Ghost in the Glass asks us this. Speaking of control, what do you guys think about the rumors of Remedy becoming a first party Sony studio? Cam, do you think
2: this holds any weight or do you
0: think I
1: don't I don't
2: think so. Um I I think I this will be the first Remedy game that I've played, so I'm like still relatively new into
1: yeah, welcome. Becoming to the club. familiar. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm
2: yeah. <laughs> excited to jump into this one. Uh, I I don't I don't really think so. Um, I know this game had like a pretty big push for like on a multi platform end. Yeah. Um, the last game they did was essentially a first party Microsoft game. Yep. yep. With like a TV thing, which was interesting. I I don't really think I don't really see a world where Remedy becomes a first party studio. I think they're pretty happy just being independent. Mm-hmm. But then again, like. So it's insomniac. So, <laughs> but that that one yeah. that one definitely did feel different because whenever they signed that deal with them, there were a lot of people who were just like, oh, they they weren't already like yeah. that's that's not something that wasn't already yeah. happening. So, I I I don't really think this holds any weight personally. Um, and there could be just information that I don't have, I haven't seen yet yeah. that might no, I change it's... my answer on that. But yeah,
1: well, yeah. what about you, Kyle? Before I even, I I don't. I don't think anytime soon yeah. I can see it maybe potentially in the future, but, uh, I know Sony really badly wants it for at least from my eye point, like from Ooh, my view really? point. Cause like last year at E3, where was control like reveal that on PlayStation stage, like they, right. they pushed hard to, to make control and PlayStation be thought of in the same sentence. Okay. Um, like even on the show, I had no, I thought it was an exclusive because yeah. of that. Um, so I think Sony wants it really really badly to to have Remedy be a first party thing. Um but kind of like with Insomniac and that their lineage with Sony, Remedy has more lineage with Microsoft and Xbox. Right. So that'd be a huge get for them, but I don't think it's in the cards anytime soon.
0: Yeah, I think this is I think it is in the wheelhouse of a like I, God, I think it, at this point we can't throw throw it out. Right, anything's mm-hmm. on the table. After we're seeing all the ac- uh, uh, acquisitions from Microsoft mm-hmm. and things coming right. out of left yeah. field, and even Microsoft games coming onto the Switch and PlayStation, all that. So, like,
2: yeah, I, I even like the thing that like got me the most. Like, it was either the last year, or the year before, because time is a fucking blur. But okay. like, Microsoft buying Ninja Theory, like, yeah, exactly. like, I was just yeah. like, fucking wow, okay, <laughs> like, you're, you're going for this, and this could be a similar thing for sure. Yeah. Uh, with that. Yeah,
0: I, I, it could, who knows, but I doubt it as well. I think with this yeah. with this success, they've seen a lot. They even bought their own IP back. Uh, so like right, Famous yeah, Seamus saying, do you think uh, Control is a success sale-wise? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, just seeing everybody talking so highly of it. Yeah, I think this game's going to sell well. Uh, and will Remedy remake and re-release Alan Wake uh, or finally make a sequel? Yes and yes and yes.
2: Yeah. yeah, I I I I don't necessarily know about a sequel, at least in the immediate. Mm-hmm. But I do think that they want to bring Alan Wake to more systems, mm-hmm. uh, especially whenever they like made that press release. That's like, hey, we got our rights back, yeah. and they were just like, we're exploring platforms to bring these games to, sure. but in like yeah. way more legalese terms. It's like, okay, well, yeah. you guys are totally gonna fucking do that. Yeah, and I and I don't think,
0: honest to God. I know Alan Wake was a very small audience um, in the grand scheme of things, but, like, that would be really shitty if it became a Sony exclusive and he saw Alan mm. Wake 2 only on PlayStation. That would really be a douche yeah. move. I would,
2: I would love to play... So I haven't played the Alan Wake games, Same. but I would fucking love to just experience that on my yep. Switch. Yep. You know, like, I think that would be a good contender for something like that. Yeah. And just, hey, just take it with me, you know? Shine my flashlight at words. Yeah. <laughs> now it is.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think, uh, I, I, no, but can't rule it out. I also think this is just the beginning of what will be, I think we're going to see a lot of second party studios being bought out.
2: I think so too.
0: Yeah. I think we're going to see a big rush to get a Netflix. Like, I think the Hunter uh, on on Twitter said, he's like, you're going to see like a Disney plus Esque way of like, here's all of our games on our platform type of move. So, I mean, that's that's
2: pretty much what Game Pass is on Xbox right now.
0: Yeah. And they want to put that thing everywhere, you know? Sure.
2: I can't blame them. It's a really good product.
0: No, it is. And I want it on my PlayStation. Give it to me. With that, (laughs) let's get into Andrew House's snail mail. Now, Cam, you might be saying, well, why are you stealing Andrew House's mail? Right? He's not even. That's that's also literally a crime. Like, yeah. Only if you get caught.
1: Joe's been getting <laughs> away with it for months now. Uh, I respect, over a
0: year. Respect. Yeah.
2: So and
1: you've been announcing it on a podcast like shit,
0: man. <laughs> dude, he can't. He can't even come at me, dude. He's pathetic. Anyway, <laughs> um, fight me. <laughs> so you can send your mail, your questions over to PS Trophy Room on Twitter. You can send your questions in to the PS Trophy Room Discord, or sorry, the Casa de Bad Bit Discord server, each and every Wednesday or whenever you get a question, just send it in. I'm yeah. I'm not going to yell at you. Three
2: in or, the morning, Taco Bell drive-through. Just Taco Bell drive-through an email. just pass it. Yeah. Pass it Don't back. drive and send an email. But...
0: Yeah. <laughs> With that, you could also send your letters to Andrew House. Every week I fly over there and I steal his mail. Now, did I steal his mail this week? Absolutely. Did I also steal some Turkish delights? You bet your ass, man. Brexit <laughs> Brexit is just now Britain's just all chaos, right? They shut down parliament so they got no police over there. So I'm just able to just two Letters in today one comes from the grouchy search himself. And he writes, what are your opinions on the leaked speculative PlayStation five design? I think it looks pretty badass myself. And I kind of want the weird indentation to be part for a unannounced and not even rumored Sony version of Amiibo that I totally made up on my own, but now we'll totally get excited for it. Uh, Kyle. Maybe. Yeah, there was these leak designs. There's always a leak about the PlayStation Five each and every week. Yeah, and that's why like I don't put it on the show because it's like it's a dev kit,
2: mm-hmm.
0: right? It's it's it's, a cool it's an dev artist kit.
2: render of a patent maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. like when I first looked at this, I was like, that's a dev kit. There's no you know, there's no CD drive or sure. whatever. Just yeah.
1: tray. They had yeah. like a play, rewind, fast forward buttons on the front. Yeah. Like that's like, not gonna be a. It's thing. a
0: dev kit. That's yeah. all. What could this be? I'm like, ah, I know what this is. It's clickbait. So like, it it is what it is. It's a it's definitely a dev kit. Don't think any anything past that. Um, they don't know the design of the PlayStation Five, right? I don't think they know until early next year. So we remember what the PlayStation Four like the lead artist didn't even know until like the day of, and they're just like, hey, we use your concept for the for the PlayStation.
1: Do you remember 5. the PS Four like orb?
2: Yeah, <laughs> I do remember that one. Well, it was called Orbis, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. Oh man! So, or the uh, the
1: giant boomerang controller. Thank dude, God that oh, wasn't fuck. real. No, I, I guess
3: dope.
2: <laughs> to that guy's question, uh, I think it looks really bad. I'm sorry <laughs> that you really like it, and I'm I promise that I think it's. Re- I think it looks fucking terrible. Yeah, like, I. It looks straight up like a fucking projector. Yeah. Like, come on, like. No, I, and obviously I don't think that's going to be it for sure. Yeah, um yeah. I, it, like you said, it's probably a dev kit, but ultimately it is a render, maybe patent that could have gotten or some shit like that. But yeah, if that's right. what the PS5 looks like, then oh boy,
0: uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Yikes. it's no, also yeah, a little too
1: on the nose for PlayStation Five with the the V. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah.
0: Hey, but you know what? Before we close the show out, Cam. Where can I yeah. find you? Because it's the end of the show. Oh, you
2: can find me in a multitude of places for which I will list off now. <laughs> um, you can find me on Twitter at The Camdy Man. That's K A M D Y M A N. You can find me on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv Cam camkonik. I just hit affiliate. Probably okay. going to stream again soon. So thank you. Uh, I am on two shows regularly. Uh, my first one, well, two and a half. uh uh, the first one is a show called gamer heroes it's more of a topical news show we don't really get into the news so much uh just more of kind of a current cultural stuff we just me and my friend thomas we just talk about what we've been playing just put out a show because we really enjoy doing it and then we also have another show called challenge mode which is in the same feed plug 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 uh where it is a very less topical show like one of our recent episodes was we basically had me and Thomas, my regular co-host, and my and our friend Jimmy. We all set them set everyone down in a room, and we did not leave until the top ten fishing mini games of all time.
3: And it was an <laughs> nice. absolute blast.
2: It was one of the mo- it was some of the most fun that we've had recording that show. Um, awesome. So you can find that on Twitter at Gamer Heroes Pod, uh, and then also my new show that I'm doing with my friend Nate, which we talked about earlier called the new entertainment system podcast it's very fucking stupid and i'm really proud of it <laughs> um you can find that at the nes pod on twitter um please go check it out it's super super bite sized we wanted to make something that is pretty easily bingeable it's not topical at all so it's pretty timeless you can just listen to it whenever you want and feel like, not really feel like you're missing and if you don't know anything about an episode then you don't have to listen to it because it doesn't like tie into it going in the future yeah yeah
0: with that kyle where can they find you
1: uh, you can find me on Twitter at ninja 73 My show, all about the kind of funny community called Best Friends Talk Funny, is finally ramping back up. Uh, I got show. a lot of really great, great. Thank you so much, Cam. Can't wait to have you on it. Hopefully soon. Um, you can find that at Best or BFS Talk Funny on Twitter. Wow, almost forgot. And Best Friends <laughs> Talk Funny wherever you listen to podcast services. Um, and then with my kind of NYC fan, we do a podcast called Dollar Slice, which you can find on Dollar Slice Pod on Twitter. Just us talk about the things we love and nerdy stuff, and argue about why New Jersey's awful because you can't pump your own gas; it's illegal, and we drink bottled it's waters. Just look it's down illegal. A it's illegal. You <laughs> it's get fined if you do it. Down a pond. Yeah. Okay. I've seen
2: that in Oregon too. It was to a gas station and somebody, like, started pumping my gas. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? It's fucking awesome. That's what's happening. I live in Kansas City. Like, I I have pumped my gas my entire life. Yes,
0: same. It's the most beautiful feeling in the world. There's nothing that close. All right. Shit, no. I gotta get out of my car. I gotta pull my gas in my car. Like a heathen. Get out of here. You can find this show, The Trophy Room, on twitter at ps trophy room uh you can find the show also on apple Podcasts, google play spotify wherever there's an rss feed please rate us five stars i'd greatly appreciate that also you can find this show on youtube uh at bad bit games where we talk about all things games as well it's good over there we we, we do fun stuff i guess
2: hell yeah and so Love with all that shit.
0: said thank you with all that out of the way everybody keep hunting and keep playing playstation
1: Six days until Final Fantasy VIII remaster! Yay! Bam,
0: bam, bam. Pumping your own gas is cool.